0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Workday Physique. I'm your host, Ajitesh Kogoi, and in today's episode, we're talking about how you can optimize non-measurables for weight loss. When you think of weight loss, for most people, it starts with the scale weight. My scale weight is not going down, my weight is stuck, um, or about the measuring tape, or about portion sizes of food. So it is always things that you can put a number to. But... The more important things, which are things that you cannot measure, are often neglected and left completely to chance. So we are going to address everything that cannot be measured in today's episode. Maybe not everything, but whatever I can think of uh, over the top of my head. But before we get into that, I just want to clarify that personally, I consider myself quite. An objective individual in the sense that I can look at things from a very numbers perspective and I like it when things are measurable. Okay, so that is my default way of thinking. But it is to understand that everything that is important cannot always be assigned a number. There is maturity that lies in that. And especially when you're trying to achieve an outcome like weight loss, which is uh, such a dynamic topic, I would say, because it, it is not something which can be simplified into just a diet plan and an exercise routine that you follow this, you'll see results and you'll maintain those results. If it was that simple, obesity would not have been a modern day pandemic of sorts because it's a problem that's, that's getting worse day by day. And if it was just the food and the exercise part, people should have been able to do that okay because if you really boil down weight loss to one simple uh catchphrase you could say or a statement it is as simple as eat less move more that is it but why are people not able to do that because weight loss at its fundamental is a behavioral problem it's primarily a behavioral problem not a diet or exercise problem because that's the secondary aspect of it But when you look at all kinds of weight loss programs, (laughs) they start off with the secondary aspect. And instead of going further deeper into what the primary causes of the problem are, they go into tensions, which are absolutely unrelated. So some could start off with a diet plan, then they would go into this supplement, that supplement, this medication, that medication. I'm not saying that there is no... uh, use for those those tools because those tools solve a specific kind of problem like if you have a medical condition a medicine or a drug will solve that medical condition right if you have a diet problem the diet fixing the diet will fix the diet problem but if you have a behavioral problem underneath for example you have stress eating problems you have problems Coping with emotions and you resort to food to sort that out. What kind of solution would fix that behavioral problem? It would be a behavioral solution. I hope you're getting my point. So you can only address the problem when you are aware of it in the first place. And unless and until you become aware that these are the things which are important and that weight loss is primarily a result of you fixing your current behavioral issues you would not be able to come up with a solution to fix that so we're going to be talking more along those lines in today's episode so it's going to be about mindset inner frameworks and certain tools that you can use to help resolve this for yourself okay because at workday physique we like to address things at their core instead of just providing band-aid solutions which don't give you long-lasting results so i feel that this episode should help you in case you're not able to find similar solutions anywhere else the first step to resolving any problem is to become aware of it because if you're not aware of the problem you cannot create a solution for that and if you're not aware of something and you're trying to solve it then you're just shooting blind this is What also happens uh, in case of people who are trying to fix their weight loss issues, but they don't know what is actually causing their weight gain problem in the first place. So they're trying everything Uh, instead of actually addressing the issue at its core. They're trying different diets. They're trying different fasting regimes, different supplementation protocols, and nothing seems to work because none of that is actually addressing the core cause of their problem. But... To give a more general perspective, we are very good at looking at other people's problems and spotting them and providing solutions. You might have noticed that people who, maybe maybe a friend of yours who have been going through relationship trouble for a while, they would come to you for advice because you're good at stuff like that. And you'd be able to look at their problem from this third person perspective, objectively look at it and provide them a solution that um, hopefully would help them out, right? But if you were in that same situation yourself, it becomes very hard for you to step out of it, look at your own situation from a third party perspective and take your own advice. This is a skill that very few people have so awareness of a problem is essential in order to address it this is what happens when you go to a doctor and then they figure out all your vitals then they do all their different tests and they figure out like what could be the cause and then they give you a solution in the form of medication similarly when it comes to your actual weight gain problem you need to be able to spot that that what is actually causing this issue to happen is it a medical issue then you need to go to a doctor Uh, if it's not a medical issue then it is usually a behavioral issue that is you have unhealthy eating behaviors unhealthy exercise behaviors so what are the things that are actually causing it then you take specific steps to fix that and there are a couple of ways to go about it firstly if you are a very objective individual then this process would come naturally to you that you would be able to self assess that these are the things that i'm not doing right and these are the things that are holding me back and these are the solutions i need to implement if you have any doubt in the process you would be able to go seek out a person or seek out a resource that that can help you out and be able to implement those solutions so in that case it should not be a problem for you but most people are not like that For most people, this is not a natural way of thinking. So, here are two things that you can do. The first would be to use some kind of journaling technique. That means whenever you are going through a a situation where you have indulged in overeating behaviors, where you have, say, refused to stick to a workout schedule, where you have not been able to stay active throughout the day. So all the things that you need to do to maintain a healthy body weight, um, which like we talked about, eat less, move more. So why are you not being able to eat less and move more? If you said that, I would not snack between meals. If that was something that you wanted to stick to, but you were not able to, and you ended up snacking, during those instances, when these slip-ups happen, you need to have Some kind of method to journal whatever you're experiencing at the moment. So, when you indulge in a snacking habit, when you indulge in some kind of uh, behavior which is not conducive to you achieving weight loss, you need to be able to write that down in the form of a journal entry, listing out in detail what you're experiencing at the moment, what is going on in your head, how you're feeling about the whole thing, and Keep that as a record. And then the next day, when you're in a better state of mind, you need to go back to the journal entry and look at it from a third person perspective. So imagine like the journal as this friend who is coming to you for advice and you are a different person. Now the next day, because you're in a better state of mind, you'd be able to think with greater clarity and be able to provide a better solution to that problem. So it is becoming self-aware. That's the first step. And because it's not a natural process for you, you'll put that experience that you're going through at that moment into paper or in the form of an audio recording or some kind of record that you can assess at a later time when you're in a better state of mind. If this proves to be challenging, that despite having a written account of your experience, The next day, you're not able to look at that experience in an objective manner and come up with a working solution. Or even if you're able to come up with a working solution, you're not able to find a realistic way of implementing it or keeping yourself accountable. So if this still proves to be a challenge, then the next step would be to sign up for coaching with a service like that we provide. Because when you sign up for Coaching With Us, our focus is on giving you permanent, getting you permanent weight loss results. And that can only happen if we fix the issues at the core. So if you're signing up for a weight loss program and all you get is a diet plan, an exercise regime, that is not really something that you should be investing in because all of these things are available for free on the internet. The root cause of your problems Lie in the kind of behaviors you have around food and exercise. So, if you think of it, you know people who get on all these fat diets, they lose a bunch of weight, but they gain it all back. That is because the diet did not resolve the core cause of the problem, which is probably something like stress eating, something like eating due to, to cope with um, emotions. To cope with work stress to cope with life stress and this cannot be resolved by just taking out food groups from your diet so you really have to think of it from this perspective that what is the problem that you're trying to solve is it weight loss is it a food related intolerance is it some kind of health problem because all of these are different problems that require different solutions so if it is just a weight problem then it is most likely a behavioral issue If it is a food intolerance-related problem, then you would work on removing different food groups to see which is causing that intolerance. That is a different problem altogether. If you're trying to optimize for health markers, if you're trying to optimize some kind of health-related problem, not optimize, resolve some kind of health-related problem, then you'd approach it from that perspective. Because if you're trying to do all of them at once and mixing up the solutions, you're not going to get anywhere. You may achieve another outcome accidentally, but you would not be able to sustain that outcome long term. So, bottom line is that there can be overlap between problems and solutions. But if you want to resolve something in an effective manner for the long term, then you need to be very clear on what the problem is that you're trying to solve then find out the root cause for that problem and address it right there so that you can get a permanent result. What we have discussed so far has been about the problem-solving aspect of things. That is, you first becoming aware that there is a problem and that is why you're listening to this podcast, of course. It is time for a short break. If you have liked the episode so far, please take a moment to pause And share it with just one friend. The podcast has been growing rapidly, all thanks to your support. And you sharing it is what lets me impact the lives of more people like you. Thank you in advance. Now back to the episode. The second thing is you becoming aware of what that problem actually is. So zeroing in on the problem, then zeroing in on the root cause of that problem and coming up with an optimal solution that addresses that root cause. So that is what we discussed so far. The next aspect is the actual implementation of the solution that you came up with. Because if you're not able to implement the solution consistently for a long period of time, you will not actually resolve the problem. Two things to consider here. Number one, incentives. Number two, friction. When it comes to all our actions, all of them are driven by some kind of incentive at the very fundamental level. All human beings are driven by two incentives. Number one is food. Number two is sex. So you're either doing something because it gets you access to resources. That is food or you're doing it to attract a potential mate so that you can procreate now to make these things more sophisticated and less animalistic. Um, if you go to work, you're either incentivized by the monetary compensation that you get in the form of salary. It could be because uh, you look forward to working with an organization that is working for a specific cause that you believe in, um, or it could be because the work title brings you a certain degree of status in society. So it could be any of these things. It could be something else as well. So incentives are what drive human behavior. What incentive do you have at the moment to achieve your weight loss goals? That is the question you need to ask yourself. And that is not just it. When you come up with a solution to fix your behavior related issues, that is, oh, I have overeating tendencies and I want to fix that by taking X, Y, Z action. So what incentives do you have in place to take that X, Y, Z action? That is what you need to take into consideration, because if you don't have an incentive for it, it's going to make it difficult for you to actually carry that out in order to get more clarity on how to figure out the incentives that you can put in place to achieve your weight loss related outcomes by making it easy for you to execute day to day actions. You need to go listen to episode number 33, which is about motivation and finding your why. Because if you don't have a solid why behind your actions, if you don't have a solid motivation, you don't know why you're doing certain things, it, it's very hard for you to sustain those actions long term. And what I mean by the reason why you're doing certain things, I don't mean the scientific explanation behind your diet protocol or your exercise regime. What I mean by why you're doing certain things is that what is the core motivation that is driving you for that behavior? What is incentivizing behavior without being aware of that it will be an uphill battle for you to stick to your program so go listen to episode number 33 and you'll have a pretty good idea on what you're trying to do why you're trying to do that since we are talking about incentives another thing that i wanted to bring up is that there are a lot of fitness challenges that happen which provide some kind of prize to the winners in the form of either a monetary prize or it could be some kind of electronic gadget, some kind of holiday ticket, it could be anything. But if your prime motive of getting in shape or doing a certain task, which is related to your fitness, achieving a certain fitness target, if your prime motivation is driven by a monetary reward, a material reward, that is not a solid enough incentive to allow you to sustain the results long term so if you do that eventually when you get or do not get the reward when the challenge is over you'll go back to your previous ways and you'll not sustain the results long term so be very wary of partaking in challenges it is totally fine if you're already on the path to achieving a fitness goal and you see this opportunity that you know you, you can sign up for the challenge and gain some additional benefit in your journey that is totally fine if you are already aware of your motivations but if you start your fitness journey or if you get into a program just because there is some kind of material or monetary reward at the end of it that is not a great way to go about things so just a word of caution now that we talked of incentives let's talk of friction when it comes to you going from not taking action to taking a certain action whatever happens in between is where you can apply or remove friction. So when it comes to a lot of apps that are designed in the modern day, they seek to remove that friction from user experience. That is when you're about to order some kind of food, earlier you would have to pick up the phone, call the restaurant, ask for what is available, then place an order. But now it is so much easier because you have an app on your phone, you can just look up what is available and you can press a button, food would be delivered to you. That is a frictionless experience. It is going to get even um, friction lesser. Is that a word? But that is what's going to happen long term because app developers are always seeking to improve user experience by removing friction. Now, this is a good thing for a lot of the activities that we do on a day to day basis. We want them to be frictionless so as to reduce the amount of effort it takes for us to achieve the outcome. But when it comes to you trying to lose weight, you need to be very careful where you are implementing friction and where you're taking away friction. So in case of behaviors that you want to do more of, you want to eliminate friction from those things. So if you want to go to the gym on a regular basis, you need to eliminate friction that prevents you from doing that. So if you feel that uh, going in traffic, Is such a headache that you don't feel like going then you need to make it easy for yourself to go at a time when there is less traffic so maybe that is early morning how can you do that by going to bed early so you need to strategize in a way that minimizes friction between you and the gym right and similarly if you say you want to go for a run in the morning then you need to minimize friction by keeping everything that you need ready for your run the night before So you'd have your bottle of water ready. You would have your running gear ready so that when you wake up, everything is out there. You just need to put that on, put on your shoes and go for your run. Don't keep these for the morning because when you wake up, you're not in the mood to just, you know, set up things and then wear your running gear and then go for your run. That creates a lot of friction. So you want to reduce friction from things, from activities that you want to do more of. And you want to increase friction for activities that you want to do less of. So if you want to eat less food from uh, restaurants, remove food delivery apps from your phone because that reduces friction. Now, if you have to actually place an order, you would have to show up at a restaurant or give them a call. Just set a rule for yourself that you would not have any kind of food delivery apps on your phone. Okay if you want to stop snacking don't store snacks in the house because now if you actually want to snack you'd have to go out of the house get into your car go to the shop uh, go to the store and then buy the snack purchase the snack and then consume it so there are so many steps in the process it creates a lot of friction but if you had the snack right in front of you there is zero friction so you can see this you can implement friction or take away friction to make something some action easier or difficult for yourself to execute. So use friction as a tool to make it easy for yourself to execute behaviors and habits that you want to do more of. Did I say remove friction for that? But you get my point and add friction into the process for activities and behaviors that you want to do less of. So use incentives and friction to implement the solutions that you came up with in the first half of the process that is that is the problem solving aspect of the process and then uh, when you do this entire thing all together as a whole it will help you achieve the weight loss goals that you're trying to achieve so these are things which are not measurable that is what we discussed in today's episode these are not things that you can put a number on but these are very powerful tools that you can implement and without these you would actually not be able to sustain your results long term a lot of people are able to do these things because it happens subconsciously for them but if you are struggling with this that that means that somewhere there is a lack of that natural skill in your case but like any other skills you can learn these skills and i hope that um you learned something from listening to this episode and by the way Uh, To learn more about friction and how you can add and remove friction, you can go listen to episode number 29, which is about optimizing your environment for weight loss. There's some actionable strategies that you can apply to make it easy for yourself to stick to your diet, to your exercise program. I hope that you'd find that helpful. That is it for this episode of Workday Physique. Thank you for listening you can follow and subscribe to the show wherever you're listening right now so you don't miss out on future episodes. Leave a 5 star rating and review if you're a repeat listener and share this episode with one friend who you think will find it helpful. I'll see you again very soon. Until then, stay tuned, stay safe and stay consistent.